from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. You just heard a highlight about the only two people that I think are untouchable for the Panthers. Yeah, you might be right. Bryce Young, because obvious reasons. You've invested so much in him. Uh, you, you must, hopefully, because you invested so much in him, believe in his future. And Adam Thielen, because I think he's a nice security blanket for Bryce Young, and you don't want to take away his security blanket. That's about it. That's about it. Anything else? Make an offer. Even Icky? If, it, if the offer's right. If the offer's right. The Panthers should take their bye week and let the league know that the sale has begun. Albert Breer, before the game on Sunday, wrote an article um, basically stating, hey, the Panthers are open for business. He name-dropped Brian Burns, Jeremy Chin, Terrace Marshall Jr. Uh, he he did not leave much out there. Uh, Dante Jackson, he, he mentioned by name. I don't think Breer's running out there just going like, these might be the names possible. Somebody, if he's saying names, somebody has used those names to him. So you may think, like, like here, we'll play a clip from Frank Reich talking about the offense trending in the right direction, and then I'll, I'll explain what this impact would have on the trade market. I think we've been moving in the right direction. You know, I, I don't feel like I'm making this as a reactionary move, like, hey, we just got shut out or with the offense. You know, I think many of us feel like on offense, we're starting to hit a rhythm. Bryce is starting to hit a rhythm, feel comp. That gives me, that gives me more joy to know this is not a reactionary move. This is just all part of the plan. And um, so, and to help us take the next step for me to be a better head coach, um, for our, I think it'll help our offense as well. That obviously playing into the decision to change play callers, Frank Reich passing that duty off to Thomas Brown, their offensive coordinator. You may think things are going in the right direction. You may think they're improving slightly, but guess what? Contracts expire. You need to think about the future. Right? If, if things are moving in the right direction right as uh, this season is up, in the NFL, it is very – actually, it used to be not this way in college football, but now it is this way in college football. It is very much a one-year organism, a team. It's a one-year beast. You're going to have a core that you keep together, hopefully, if you have a core that you feel good about. But year over year, the the, the vibes are different. Do you know what's the, the most surprising thing of the Major League Baseball playoffs? And, I, and I've had this thought multiple times. Uh, the, the, the Phillies – their like song that they rally around is dancing on my own that uh Callum something song sure that was their song last year in the playoffs and i'm like oh my gosh you have the same vibe in your locker room two straight years in a professional sports that doesn't happen very often like normally it's like dancing on my own is the song the next metallica the next it's it's uh, Kendrick Lamar, it's like the the it's such a living beast, and it's and it's every year different. So yeah, you, you might be trending in the right direction, but does that help you next year? Oh, we're trending in the right direction. What if that direction is DJ Chark? DJ Chark is on a one year deal, right? If you don't outbid everyone else this off season, whether you know you want to or not, he's gone. 
So here's what you do. You start with Jeremy Chin and Terrace Marshall Jr. You call everybody up and you say, hey, we're not using them. Can you? Jeremy Chin played less than 40% of the defensive snaps in each of the last two games. Andy's good. Yeah. Now, you might not fit, right? Evero, their defensive coordinator, might say, hey, listen, I don't really use the like safety linebacker hybrid, and Jeremy Chin happens to be a very, very good safety linebacker hybrid. So do you know what you do? You call up all your friends, other teams, that use a safety linebacker hybrid and say, hey, I've got one laying around that I'm not using. How much will you give me for it? Just like you do in any other walk of life, right? Just like, uh, hey, I, I got a, uh, uh, I don't know, a tree stand and I don't, I don't hunt. Guess what I'm doing? I'm calling up all my buddies that do hunt and I'm saying, hey, I got this tree stand in my garage. How much are you willing to give me for it? Terrace Marshall, after being a healthy scratch last week, this week, even with LaVisca Chenault getting hurt, played just 22 snaps. He is a former second-round pick. Somebody might still think there's something in there. Oh, by the way, he was on, on a, a college offense with Joe Burrow and Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. So guess who I'm calling up first? The Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going, hey, does, does Burrow want one of his guys? Hmm. Is T. Higgins also on an expiring contract? Let's start there and see what happens. Yeah. We've got a bye week. We've got time. And then once you figure out what those guys are worth, offer up Dante Jackson, offer up Brian Burns for premium prices. There's not a contender out there that doesn't need a, a corner, even if it's, hey, we'll bring him in on third downs, right? We'll bring him in to be a slot corner. There's not a, a single team out there that doesn't need corner depth, and there's not a single team out there, contender or not, that doesn't need edge rushers. Mm-hmm. Premiums, right? That's premium prices, right? When you're in full sell mode like the Panthers should be because they need draft picks and they need future hope, guess what? You can sell everybody whatever they need. What's your budget? Right, yeah. you're you're a dealership with every different every different level of car. What's your budget? You want a luxury vehicle? You want to be able to to you know drive off road? What are you looking for? We got a little bit of everything. We want Bryce Young. Ooh, sorry, that one's owner's taking it off the lot. Yeah, Adam Thielen. I know it's it's a very very hot market right now, but but we're keeping that one. Other than that, take a look around. You want to talk prices? Come see me. I'll be at my desk over in the corner. For all your defensive players, you know who you should call up? San Francisco. You know why? Their defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes. Pretty familiar with those guys. And by the way, San Francisco has 12 draft picks this upcoming year. So they can afford to trade some away for players now. Not not top draft picks. No, they have one, two. They have three thirds, two fourths, two fifths. Okay, so ask for not the Niners picks that they own. Because the Niners picks are going to be like 27 at best. Well, yeah. I just it, take but, any pick. But if they have get. other they they have somebody else, I'm interested. We talked about this with Bryce Young earlier. Bryce Young needs the Tua glow up. Mm-hmm. The difference between Tua his rookie year when everybody was questioning him and and Tua now is his supporting cast got a lot better. So figure out what Bryce Young needs to be successful and go handpick the guys that Bryce Bryce Young would benefit from in in the trade market or or Get the draft picks that you can use to go get the players that Bryce Young needs to be successful. 
How about it? Did you watch the the Washington Oregon game? I caught a couple minutes. Washington of it. has two wide receivers. I think that that would be an upgrade over just about anything uh, Carolina has. There's there's a, a sleeper at Vanderbilt, Shepard, their wide receiver. I was watching, going like, hey, guess what? I think that would be a very nice addition to the Carolina offense. Uh, there's there's, I mean, Texas with Worthy. That's the speed they need. Like I could go. I'm not a scout, and I could list like 10 wide receivers in the draft at all different levels, top of the draft all the way to mid-round pick that uh, that I think would benefit the Panthers. Get those picks. Get them. Yes. It's it's like the, the you know, you set out a, a lawn chair to sit in when you're doing your garage sale, and someone comes up and goes, is the, the lawn chair for sale? And you're like, well, it wasn't originally, but make me an offer. Right? Sure, the main things you want to sell – uh, uh, Terrace Marshall Jr., Jeremy Chin, right? Maybe Dante Jackson. Those are the things that you're setting out to sell. But if while they're looking at those, they go, "Hey, you know, what would uh, what would it cost you to to come up off Hayden Hurst?" You're like, "Oh, I wasn't anticipating selling him, but if you make an offer, I'll consider it." That's what it has to be. Has to. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Actually, when we've talked about this a lot, right? Here on the drive with Tim Donnelly, 99.9 The Fan. The the Carolina Hurricanes, kind of their entire trajectory of their their franchise changed the moment they decided to make Rod Brindamore the head coach. Yeah. Right? And and that is one of those sliding doors moments. Right? If if uh, Tom Dundon decided to be full scale, everybody out, we're going to start from scratch. And, and I'm not saying that would have been a bad decision, but you wouldn't have Brindamore. And then the whole everything changes. And then right now, right, uh, through three games, they have the win at home, uh, shootout victory in an ugly game in on Saturday night. Oh, yeah, against L.A. Against the Kings, in oh. which Brindamore in the postgame was like, I don't know what that was, pretty much, paraphrasing, but – He's like, we escaped this one. We got to move on. They move on to to Sunday against the Ducks, and it's another stinker. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Not a single soul in Carolina Hurricanes fandom is going to panic because you have Rod Brindamore and that team running the show, and you're like, hey, you know what? Yeah, there's some things that I'd like to see do better here. Right? There's there's some some fixes I, I'd like, but uh, – I have a lot of confidence in that group to get it done. Hey, you still won two out of three games so far. Exactly. Hey, if you win two out of three games in this league, <laughs> you're gonna be sitting there probably competing for a president's trophy. Which ex- exactly? And eat like the little struggles on Saturday, where even the coach is saying like, "Oh, you know, we escaped with one." You're going like, "Perfect, you escaped with one. You're fine. You're, you're good. Points. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out." Here's Rod Brindamore on the thoughts on his thoughts on the loss to the Ducks on Sunday, which again, you know, they didn't escape this one with a win. It was ugly pretty much from the beginning. We just dug ourselves too much of a hole, and then when we finally got going, it started looking a little better. And obviously, crawled back in the game, gave us a chance to, you know, possibly tie it up there. But obviously, that didn't do well on the goalie pole. But I mean, that, I, I credit the guys for at least realizing, um, you know, we weren't going well, and they they figured a way to try to get back into it. 
and you know who was helping them figure out a way to get back into it. Tavo Teravainen. Yo. Last season is a season that that Turbo probably would like everyone to forget. You know what's a good way to make everybody forget? Doing exactly what he's doing to start this season. Yeah. He's doing everything he can to go, ah, that was weird, wasn't it? I remember last year, that was weird. What happened there? Yeah, it was strange. He's got four goals through three games. Now, small sample size, I hear you, right? Small sample size, I get it. But four goals, you get that? Right, four goals through the first five, six, seven games is impressive for, for Turbo Teravainen, let alone in the first three. And and he's, you know, we, we, it's, we talked about how the first seven games for Teravainen Especially, I, I, I guess the uh, first six, we'll say, because the uh, the opener, Svetch did not play in. Obviously, yeah, he didn't travel with them to the West Coast. They do swing through Carolina and stop here uh, before going down to Florida for their seventh game. Mm-hmm. So the, that is kind of an on ramp. If they wanted to put Svetch in, uh, they could put him in there. But for the first six games, you're pretty confident that Svetch is not going to play. That means Teravainen is is boosted up in, in line. He's getting more opportunities. He's, uh, you know, it's just like any other sport. If one of your best players isn't there, somebody's got to take those those opportunities, right? Somebody's got to play those minutes. Somebody's got to take those shots. Somebody's got to get uh, kind of that ice time. Teravainen's getting some of that. And we said from the beginning, this is a big year for him. How big it is is based on how well he does in the first six games. And then he came out in the first three and, and found the, the net four times. I'm not one to, you know, I think baseball is the king at this where they, you know, through three games, you start seeing like Aaron Judge is on pace to hit 194 home runs because he hits, you know, three in the second game or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, it's like, ah, you know, I think we should wait a while before we do that. But Teravine is on, he's on pace for 109, 109 goals, a little more, 109.3. That would exceed his career high of 23. <laughs> but think like that right there, his career high is 23 goals. He has four. He only had 12 last season. And we're trying to forget about that. Exactly. He's got a third of the goals he had all last season. And there's, what, 79 games left? Yeah. A lot of games left. If there's a silver lining from a rough week of hockey, weekend of hockey, I think that's part of it. Now, now you know, it's it's first world problems. It's the, the arguments that we've been having about the, the, the defensemen mm-hmm. for an entire offseason of, geez, right, someone really good is going to have to get bumped down to the third line, or, oh, my gosh, you know, this guy would be a top-four uh, defenseman, but he's going to be the odd man out in, in the, because you're so good. You're With, with Teravine and playing that way, you start to have those conversations about the forwards a little bit. When Svech comes back, do you push Teravine all the way down to a fourth line if he's if he's got, you know, six goals in the first six games? Five goals in the first six games? Do you do that? That's first world problems, right? That's my private jet takes too long to refuel, so I'm going to miss my private concert from Beyonce when I land. Like, that's what that is. We, we, we have, I mean, we have to put Svetch in, in this point, or uh, we want him in the same line as this guy. It's like, well, that sounds ridiculous because now we have a guy who's on a ridiculous pace that we're going to have to, you know, put down with, with, you know, the fourth line with Drury or whoever it ends up being. Also, because you don't want to mess up what's going on with Stahl's line because they're 
you know, they get thrown out there against the other team's best line, and they're playing well together. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, they, they may be a little older, but they're showing a little youthful pep in their step and all those sorts of things. It's it's a really interesting conversation, but, you know, actually it's a difficult conversation, but not a bad conversation, right? It's a difficult conversation for Rod, but it's a good one. You have too many good options to put in your first two lines. Yeah. And Svetch coming back. There's nothing bad about that. The Drive with Tim Donnelly here on 99.9 The Fan. I want to quickly update you on Sam Howell. Now, you, you can see the stats. You can see the wins. Sam Howell won a game. You know what I was impressed with yet again? His his mindset. Mm-hmm. This guy between the ears keeps him impressing me in the NFL. Sam Howell, ready? I, I'm going to use a, a term that all the young people use. He understood the assignment against the Falcons. Look at Desmond Ritter and look at Sam Howell. I mean, it's not like literal, but it feels like looking in a mirror. They're both mid-round picks, right? We're not looking at a first overall pick. We're not looking at a top 10 pick. Mid-round picks. They started a bit at the end of last year for teams whose goals were already disintegrated. They have talented skill position players around them, and they are not yet established as the guy for their franchises, right? When, When... you talk about big moves in the offseason where a free agent could land. Both of those places are still brought up. So going into the game, you had to think, oh, these guys are not established. These guys are not experienced. It's, it could easily come down to who blinks first. Right? One of them is going to make the critical error. I think Sam Howell recognized it. I think he had the awareness to go, one of us is going to make a huge mistake. I'm just going to make sure it's not me. Sam Howell threw for 151 yards. That's the definition of, like, I'm not forcing it anywhere. Yeah. He threw for 151 yards. You know what else he did? He threw for three touchdowns and zero interceptions. Desmond Ritter threw for 307 yards. That's the definition of, like, I'm going to be the guy. I'm, I'm going to sling it here. Two touchdowns. Not bad. Three interceptions. Bad. There it is. Including ones towards the end. I mean, it wasn't uh, – at times it felt like the game was in control, but but – I mean, the Falcons had a chance there at the end, right up until the last critical interception. The touchdowns are great. I'm excited about that for Sam Howe. But the awareness to just sit there and go, all right, I see what's going on here. We talk about it with NC State and Duke, right? Duke very obviously early on in the game went, I'm not sure their offense can move the ball on us. So we're going to look at our young quarterback and say, just don't mess it up. He attempted 12 passes, completed four of them. Duke's quarterback, Henry Bielen. That's just the awareness of the team to go, I don't think the other team's got it. Sam Howell was like, listen, I could try to make myself the super-duper hero. Right? I could go out here and try to carve up the Falcons' defense. I could try to try to throw for 350 and outduel this guy. Or I could make smart plays. Right, I don't worry about throwing for big yards. I, I I take advantage of the opportunities down in the red zone and when we're when we're hunting for the end zone. And other than that, I'm gonna just let Desmond Ritter kind of be a mid round pick that that doesn't have my awareness. Mm-hmm. Sam Howell has bounced back from rough games. He's he's said the right things. He's by the way gotten pummeled. He's on pace right now to break the record for most sacked quarterback by like forty. He gets hit a lot. He gets hit a ton and and they're not babying him eric bannon he's like oh did you get hit get rid of the ball next time we're calling 12 more passes in the next 13 plays <laughs> figure it out kid life's tough get a helmet you're wearing one perfect protect yourself 
I'm I'm impressed by Sam Howell. Obviously, like he's making the throws that he needs to make. I'm impressed more by his mindset. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.